Hey, welcome. I feel bad. I haven't made an episode in a while. So I'm going to just sit down in one go, make a one take one. Hopefully it's not longer than like 20 minutes. Um, Yeah. Okay. What have I been doing that I haven't been making a podcast? So many things. But firstly, what time is it right now? It is 6.54 p.m. on a Friday. I'm like really bizarrely in the mood to be social. And this is the one weekend. Like I set this weekend out months in advance. Months in advance, I was like, okay, I have some exams coming up with my MBA. I need a weekend to be at home and do nothing. I need one weekend where I'm not traveling two plus hours to a location outside of where I live to see people and revolve my schedules around their schedules. I need one to sit here. I've not cleaned my apartment in weeks. Like, all my dishes are clean. Like, all garbage... No, garbage isn't taken out. That's kind of a lie. I am doing that tomorrow. But, um, like, nothing's filthy. There's just clothes everywhere. Like, I have no idea where, like, 90% of the clothing I own is. So that is my plan for Sunday. Here's the problem with me cleaning and, like, a lot of graphic design stuff I do. I can't, like, get off of nine hours of work and go do it. I need to, like, wake up in the morning to the sunshine and the Cinderella birds chirping and then go spend the entire day cleaning. Like, it needs to be, like, a focused effort. It can't just be something I do. Um, because I get too into it and get too excited and start reorganizing everything my whole life. But, regardless. So that's what I'm doing this Sunday. I have some like lectures for my MBA I'm gonna rewatch. So I'm gonna like just pull them up and clean and that is my plan for Sunday. I have a project due for my MBA which I do need to get started on today. We've been researching like international markets. I give a really good um presentation on luxury markets in the US, but guess what? I grew up here. So I kind of just gave them a rundown of like 11th grade history class, but then pertained to how like our culture and the men who built America made us the luxury spenders that we are. So it's very simple because I grew up here. Well, now I have to go do it on Japan. So that is my plan for the day. Um, I'm kind of excited about it. Like, I do like doing that. I took a nap. I got home from work. I came home from work. I swear I, like, hit a coma. Because I got home from work at, like, 4, I don't know, 17. I go to bed. I wake up, check my phone, and it's only, like, 5. I'm like, I feel like I just had 20 hours of sleep. But, like, it's only 5. I'm going back to bed. So I slept until literally exactly, like, 6. And I'm like, okay, well, I had a dream in there, like... It was lights out, good night, so whatever. It's now 6.56, so I did spend an hour on TikTok. I learned some important things. One, the redhead from Full House was talking about that it pretty much cost him as much to live his life, rent utilities, blah, 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 as it would be to stay in an all-inclusive resort from Costa Rica. So, you know, that made me hate my life a little bit. And I was watching this video of orange cats. This reminds me of, like, when the YouTube and the internet first started becoming big among younger generations. Like, we discovered how to type in, like, annoying orange into our Google search and, like, a result would actually pop up for that. Um, it was this orange cat. There's just compilation of things orange cats do. There was one where it was, like, walking on, like, a little counter or something next to a wall. And there was a big bowl, like, a huge popcorn bowl. This cat gets in at the end. He, like, steps in the bowl and it, like, flips up and traps it against the wall and just hear me it was just, it was really freaking funny okay i don't know if anyone cares but i've been watching tiktok here's what i've left to do for the day when i first woke up for my nap i was like i'm not working out i was gonna work out today i've worked out once this week i need to work out twice this week to make my 50 dollars a month gym membership work it worth it i need to work out twice a week okay and when i travel like obviously that doesn't happen on weekends if i'm gone the whole week for work like you know you gotta make it up somewhere so but I mean, I'm actually home this weekend, so I can go tomorrow or Sunday. Like, it's fine. And here's the thing. When I'm actually in the gym, I really enjoy it. I'm like, wow, I should come here every day. It cleans my sinuses so good. Like, I have so much fun. I really like this. But then, you know, I get home from work, and I'm like, or I could cook dinner and go about 8 p.m., you know, whatever. Um, anyway, so my initial plan early in this week was to go to the gym today. But I'm already, you know, when you're in, like, a perfectly comfortable outfit, like, the thought of taking this off really hurts my feelings. But 
Maybe I will. Are you guys curious when I'm wearing gear on outfit of the day? Um, well, everything I'm wearing currently belongs to my boyfriend, so there's that. Um, I'm wearing Calvin Klein underwear, men's underwear. They are my favorite thing in the whole world. Um, I genuinely need to go buy, like, a 10-pack of them. They're so comfortable. I wear them all the time. And it sounds weird. You know how, like, men's underwear has, like, the wiener flap? I like it. I don't need it. I don't, I mean, do I? You don't know. Maybe it's retractable. You don't know. Whatever. But, like, I don't, I like the freedom. I like the air. I don't know. I enjoy it. Okay, whatever. So I'm wearing that. Did I need to tell the internet I was wearing men's underwear? No, but now you know. Okay. Um, and then I'm wearing, he has this really funny crew neck that I really enjoy. I wore it when I saw Trevor Wallace live. Oh, speaking of, I've listened to, so if you look up John Mulaney on Spotify, every single bit in his, um, like Netflix specials is like a song on Spotify. It's like a four or five minute long song. So it's not like a podcast where it pauses, where you leave off. It's like a song. Like you can put like John Mulaney on shuffle. I have listened to Every single thing this week at work that John Mulaney had on Spotify. I don't know where it came from. It was super out of left field. I just like saw one TikTok about John Mulaney and I was like, yeah, I'm in the mood for this now. Um, I'm feeling very lost. We'll get to that. We'll get to why I feel there. But that's okay. Well, things will happen. But okay. I don't even know if I can talk about it yet, actually. I hate when celebrities or like influencers, not that I'm either of those things, but like when they're like, ooh, I have something to tell you guys, but I can't tell you yet. Like, it's shut up, tell me. Um, I can't. I like actually can't. I don't think. But whatever. Moving on. Um, so, I'm, oh, Trevor Walls, this, when I went to a show, I was wearing this crew neck my boyfriend gave me, it's his, but I gave me, I mean, I took it out of his closet and never put it back, whatever. It's this blue crew neck and it says dropout on it, because it's from the skydiving club. Isn't that so funny? Maybe not, I think it's funny, because we have this club called the Miami Dropouts, and I wear this sweater very frequently. You know, some sweaters just, like, fit you well, but yeah. Um, so I've just been doing like a lot, you know, when you, I think already a normal work week is a lot. You have to get ready at like five, 6 AM commute. My commute's really short right now, but some people have very long commutes. You have to commute. You have to get to work nine to five. You got to like be good at your work and then still have a social dynamic. You need energy for it. And you need a good friend. You need to be a good family member. I'm probably less tired than most people because I don't have like a family to raise, but then you need to like keep yourself in working health condition. You need to clean, you need to cook. Um, you need to have like hobbies and enjoy your life. It's a lot. Okay. It's a lot. Well, so I feel like when you have something on top of that already basis, a lot of things, your whole life is, like, out of whack. Like, I have something else that is serving as my entire purpose right now. And actually, no, it's not my MBA or my figure skating coaching or my side hustle graphic design, okay? It's none of those three things. It's something else. I know. I know. I know. I'm going nuts. It's also not this podcast. There's another thing. Um, wish I could tell you. Wish in the bottom of my heart I could. Um, and that's also why I haven't released my podcast episodes because I mentioned this thing that I would like to share with all of you because it's literally consuming my brain space for the last probably two three weeks but like yeah so i've been prioritizing upon my research and my time towards prepping for that thing um and like that's more something more important than like this podcast like it's not just a for funsies things like it's something really good and good and crucial that will make i think my quality of life a lot better if whatever that happens part of it is looking for new apartments so um there's a really cute place called the east village where i live and i really 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 like the apartments there um but the one I keep really wanting will not answer my calls, texts, and emails to schedule a tour. I feel like I'm being ghosted by a boy. I don't. Mm. So I think I'm just, like, literally show up there tomorrow and be like, hello, anyone at reception? Like, give me a tour. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Moving on. Because um, it just works out what I'm doing tomorrow is I'm teaching, coaching in the morning. Oh, I had my first power class this Tuesday where I where you kind of focus on skills. You have slightly higher range and talent of the students. And then you really just go in on like crossover, stroking, gliding, like, kind of bringing down the basics and doing a ton of drill to build them up and get them re back. Because you spend so much of your time at practice focusing on the hard things like your jumps, memorizing your program, having the stamina to do your program. But like... 
you don't spend as much time as you should, like, getting down, getting great edges. And so that's what these power skill classes are for. So I led my first one. It's been, like, on my bucket list literally for my life is to be a choreographer in skating and lead these kind of power skill classes. I did my first one this Tuesday, and I loved it. The girls loved it. The parents complimented me after. They were like, oh, my gosh, thank you. Our daughters came off the ice tired. You guys looked so good. And, like, I put music on, and it was nice. So the music was, like, Bluetooth-controlled. It wasn't, like, an aux. I feel like usually rings have an aux. So I was just, like, skating with the girls, helping them do the drills, and I could, like, skip songs on my phone. And like I literally made a curated playlist like it literally says power class jams in order my Spotify is anita.dr.wi if you want to go follow it you probably don't no one does that but if you want to like you can see like the songs I have in order because the beat of the songs match the tempo of the drill I was having them do so I could I felt like a DJ I was like remixing the songs also I don't know if I mentioned this on other Spotify Spotify podcast episode I have a genius idea for Spotify that should be called baby DJ so if you don't know this, you can go in your Spotify settings and change, like, the time between songs. So they can kind of blend over each other. I think it's anywhere between 0 to 12 seconds. Mine's set to, like, 3 to 4. So when one song ends, it fades into the next one. You don't have that awkward pause between songs. So I think they should do something where you can bring in two songs. So, like, it kind of splits Spotify in half. So instead of, like, one search bar, there's two. You can bring in any two songs you want. And, like, maybe Spotify helps you a bit. It tells you how many, like, beats per minute are in the song. So you know which songs will be easier than others to blend. And then kind of, like, on iMovie where you can see the ups and downs of, like, the sound waves, maybe it shows that so you can see when a beat drop is coming on both songs or, like, when the lyrics are both at, like, their highest, loudest interval to blend. So, like, say it's a song like Mr. Brightside, you kind of know, if you're just looking at the waves of, like, Mr. Brightside, you would know, like, where the intense part is. I love that one picture of, like, Wheel of Fortune. It's not Wheel of Fortune. Is it the thing where you have to spell out the words? Whatever. I saw this one where, like, not a single letter was filled in, and all the comments were, like, everyone knows what this is, and it was never gonna let you down. Like, it's, that's just so funny. But whatever. Not related. So Spotify shows you like beats per minute, these sound waves, and then there's like two buttons, like a play and pause button, and you can like, or maybe a blend button in the middle, I don't know, and then you can just put in different songs. So like one song plays at a time, but you can kind of blend them over each other for a certain amount of time after you scroll them, and you can play DJ by yourself while you're listening to music. I think that would be so cool. And maybe Spotify is going to have to give you like a few buttons, like add a drum beat, add, I don't know you know, or maybe, like, raise the octave, lower the octave. Maybe there could be a more advanced setting. This could actually be something you pay for, too. This could be, like, $5 on top of Spotify Premium for, like, the advanced DJ settings and the easy DJ settings for everyone. It's, like, another screen of Spotify. And, like, maybe AI could recommend you DJ mixes. Like, if you want, you know how, like, Spotify, when you play a playlist, you can hit, like, the magic. So there's don't play and shuffle, play the playlist in order, play it in shuffle or magic shuffle where, like, they add suggestions based on the songs you have in there. It could be, like, a AI, like, little glitter emoji like kind of, like, walks around and tells you, like, oh, try this. It might make the song sound good. Also, for how much data Spotify has and how much AI they have at their disposal, I expect my day list to be a little bit more accurate. I'm a little offended. They are a little better, if I'm being completely honest. I get a lot of Taylor Swift on them, and I know Taylor Swift's big right now and trending on everyone's charts. I know I listen to artists similar to Taylor Swift, like Gracie Abrams, Renee Rapp, Olivia Rodrigo. However... Every single one of my day list playlists have Taylor Swift on it. I do not listen to Taylor Swift on a daily basis. Like, I like her. But it's like, I listen. I would say I listen to Post Malone on a daily basis. I listen to Miley Cyrus on a daily basis. So I don't understand why all my day lists are wrapped around this woman. <laughs> She's taking over the world. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if this needs to go on the internet. Okay, I'm not going to say who sent me this, but there's someone in my life who is important to me, but I don't see very often. But there's someone who, like, I need to people please. There's someone whose opinion I respect a lot about very, very, very many things, but um, 
they really enjoy like delving into the depths of different I don't want to say conspiracy theories but like cool things they're shown they really will explore it and see if they're true or not and I think it's awesome I like a lot of the things this person sends me but they're like really really very much so convinced that Taylor Swift is the devil or like traded her soul with the devil and I'm not saying I agree but like the woman has like a Hollywood celebrity army she does not die like who else has 12 successful albums I don't know anyone but I don't know much about music so I don't know but I think it's funny because the last episode I released was my Taylor Swift eras. And, like, I love a lot of things about Taylor Swift. I love the girly things. Like, I love her music video, Wildest Dreams and Blank Space, I think is one of the most beautiful cinematic pieces in the whole world. I can watch them over and over and over and over and over again. I love her friends, like Gigi Hadid, Blake Lively, both two celebrities where, like, if I was famous, I would also want them to be my best friends. Like, they seem like generally very nice, funny, good, fashionable people who are also happen to be very famous and talented in their craft. But, like, it's just crazy. But also, maybe she didn't try to little devil. Maybe she just really, really is that talented, smart, cutting, awesome, and nice. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the woman. But, anyway. Um, you know, all roads lead to Taylor Swift, clearly. My Spotify day list and every conversation everyone's having. Um, it's currently Super Bowl weekend. Um, so, happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate. I have had to be told, like, four times in the office today who the Chiefs are playing. So, sorry. Rip. Um... I do not think I will be watching, but that's okay. I don't know what I'm going to be doing with my Sunday. I think tonight I'm going to watch Jacoby Lordy's SNL episode with Renee Rapp. That sounds very exciting. I also still need to watch Timothy Chalamet's episode. I haven't been in an SNL mood lately, but considering how much John Mulaney I've listened to this week, I might as well go listen. Do you want to hear something super embarrassing? My AirPod died right as John Mulaney was saying the joke that's like, you know when intervention's bad because you walk in and when you see a group of all your closest friends, you're like, oh, Steph Myers isn't here because he cares about me. This is an intervention. That was such a bad John Mulaney impression. Fun fact about me, I cannot do celebrity impressions. I can't do accents. I, my vocal range doesn't. Which makes no sense because my parents have like super thick Russian accents. So you would think part of me would be able to channel that from being raised by... Nope, can't do it. Whatever. Anyway, that starts blasting across my office right as the AirPod dies. I feel like 90% of the time when your AirPod dies, your phone pauses the music. You know? This, this is the time it chose to keep playing it out loud. I was like, okay. Anyways, now that I've ranked on Spotify a little bit, I love Spotify. For non-Spotify users, you probably were like, why did I listen to this? I don't know. I don't I don't know why you're listening to any of this, to be honest. So, whatever. I did get a really funny text from my friend Evan this week. So, the last episode you guys saw was me having an existential crisis after I watched, like, a dystopian movie, which is going to be a recurring theme on this podcast. I've, do you guys want to hear the, like, recurring themes I want for you guys? I don't know if I've talked about it already, but... I have a couple of them, and one of them I do want to watch a dystopian movie and then disassociate with you guys. I think it's going to be really funny. But he sends me a text in the middle of the week, like, totally out of the blue, and I, like, released this um, podcast episode a little bit before he texted this, so, like, I, this is, it's not like it's the hour I released it. So, I don't know, he goes, you have some weird existential crises, you know that, right? It just made me smile. Anyway, um, so I was talking about what I was wearing, what I'm doing today. So, I have a thought to go to the gym. The cons are that I'm already in a comfy outfit, and I haven't taken my makeup off yet, but I could easily do that. Um, and I would have to leave my house and come back. Pros are the gym's always done on a Friday night because everyone else has plans, and I kind of wish I had plans. But no, I have NBA stuff to do, so it's fine, fine. Podcast episode upload, it's whatever. Um, and then, what else? So, and my gym doesn't take long. I do these 15 minutes, like, infrared sauna cycling workouts. Like, it will literally be a 30-minute 
entire endeavor beginning to end so it's not that bad another con my hair looks really really good right now i've been using the amica purple conditioner i did go through today and do a hair quiz to figure out exactly what amica conditioners i should buy it's the two i'm using so i'm glad i spent 30 minutes doing that but whatever so when my hairstylist tells me to use my hair looks so beautiful right now i've decided i need to start waking up at like 5 30 lately my alarms have been starting to go off at five this week and I actually leave my bed at six i need to start waking up 5 30 showering and not blow drying my hair and just letting it naturally dry because i'm obsessed with my natural hair it's like the perfect amount straight but with slight waves in it but it has to air dry being constantly brushed every five minutes if it if i let it air dry without constantly brushing it or if i blow dry it it does not give the same effect and it looks so pretty because if I don't do that, like if I shower at night or if I blow dry my hair, after all those things, I need to straighten or curl my hair. Like it just does not look good naturally. And right now it looks so pretty. And if I go to the gym and sweat in the sauna, it's not going to look good again. And I don't really want to wash my hair tonight because all I'm doing tomorrow is, no, maybe I'll just wash my hair tonight and fucking suck it up. Uh, is that an F-bomb? Eh, whatever, get over it. You're an adult. Move on. Um, I'm not cutting it. This is going to be a no cuts episode, whatever. So, um... Because then I have to go to the gym, then I shower, and I do kind of want to shower. Another pro is I could, I charge my speaker so I can, like, blare the Hunger Games, the new Hunger Games District 12 stomp in the shower. I have two genius ideas. If anyone's a figure skater dancer out there and you need an idea for a short and a long program, listen. Listen to these two things. One I came up with when I was in the shower this week, and one I came up with when I was at the gym this week, and both these songs came on. So I would be very excited to go in the shower and have a little karaoke session with myself, but... Idea number one for a very good figure skating program. This would be your long program. So in long, the figure skating program is probably the one you guys are thinking of. You watch on the Olympics. It's like the emotional, dramatic, Broadway, nice looking one where you show your highs, your lows, your emotion, your beautiful extensions, your jumps, your spins. So I think a long program would be so good if you started with Can't Catch Me Now by Olivia Rodrigo. That like soft song that's like, no, I'm not even going to try and sing it for you. Just whatever. Can't Catch Me Now by Olivia Rodrigo. Up to like a minute 20 when it really starts building. Then switch into the District 12 stomp. Or I think it's also called um, Nothing You Can Take. That's that Rachel Ziegler song that sounds like it was filmed in like New Orleans. It's all folksy. It's like, I'm also not going to sing it for you. It's even worse than John Laney accent. But go into like the meaty part of that. Skip the beginning where it's like quiet and there's like a guy's voice in it. And there's, like, no music in between them singing their lines. Go to, like, the middle part right when it starts ramping up. So you would come to, like, so you'd have a really graceful beginning of the program. Then you'd come to a slow stop as if the program was over. Then it would go into the rest of, like, ba 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 like, the stompy part. And then you would kind of, like, do, like, an almost Irish dancey looking gig into a really upbeat, sassy, flare, jazzy footwork sequence. Do the meaty part of nothing you can take from me was ever worth keeping. But no, no, no. Then bring back Can't Catch Me Now, but like the ending of Catch Me Now. It's like, you can't, you can't catch me now. And then make the next part, like mix it. So then the next part is going to go back to like nothing you can take from me. So they're going to alternate for a little bit. And then the ending is going to be the ending of Can't Catch Me Now, like the really big built up music instrumental part. And then listen, listen to this. Listen, it's genius. You finish your program. You're This is like a standing ovation type of program because you're going to put so much heart and soul to it. You're going to have such a graceful beginning. You're going to have a jazzy, fun, awesome, upbeat, gets the crowd moving middle. And then your ending is going to be dramatic, powerful, like gripping the air and pulling it in. And then you're going to finish. And when you bow for the judges, this is important. Tarlapinski literally talked about this at the World Championship. for fig- Or no, was it the U.S.? It was the U.S. National Championship for figure skating like two weekends ago, then she says it's important to stay in character through your bow. Like, it shouldn't be, but it is. It is still part of your, not only part of your sporting, but like your, how the judges perceive you in figure skating. Then you are going to do the Lucy Gray Katniss Everdeen bow 
at the judges. And you're going to win gold and get first place. Okay. And I have two thought process on costume for you. One, you can kind of um, duplicate the costume that Rachel Ziegler wears in the new Hunger Games film. So I would go with Elisa McKinnon because this woman does like custom rhinestone dresses where it almost looks like they're crisscrossing. Think of like a fishnet kind of design of rhinestones. So that's all it is. It's like nylon over the girl's upper half, then crisscross rhinestones. Like, that's pretty much it with some color between the rhinestones. And the rhinestones are different sizes. There's some bigger, some smaller. Maybe pearls are in there. So you do those crisscrosses in, like, the rainbow so it looks like the snake scales on Lucy Gray's dress. And then you make the bottom lavender, like a really fringy lavender. Like, lots of splits. Like, it's been, like, chewed up by wolves or something in the bottom. Like, not chewed up by wolves, but, like, a lot of, like, cuts in the fabric so it looks very tapered. And then it goes up in this crisscrossy rainbow. That's idea number one for the costume. I almost like idea number two even better, and I like idea number one a lot. So it's a black dress, same Lisa McKinnon gold crossies, because that's kind of like what the cover of Can't Catch Me Now looks like. It's black and gold. And then you make the underskirt of the dress like red and orange like flames, and it also is a very tapered bottom, so when you spin, it looks like your dress is the girl on fire. I know, I know. I'm so smart. I'm so smart. Okay, so that's your long program. So then your short program, for those of you that don't know figure skating, I don't know if dance is the same way. For figure skating, your short program is usually shorter. I don't know if this is just the way my coach did it, but I think it's a general theme I've seen. But you don't have to. You can do your dramatic song for your short. Your short program, you usually don't need to show as much of a range of skating styles as you do in your long. You kind of pick one or two, like slow versus fast, sassy versus sentimental. Like you kind of just pick one or two lanes. And if you do pick two lanes, they should like correlate to each other. They shouldn't be like crazy different and it really more shows off your technical skills and like your theatrical performance and the sparks and flares it's really more about like your footwork your power your consistency because you only get like three jumps where in your long you get like six jumps so if you like biff one you have a few chances to make it up if you biff one and you're short like that's not good um so your short program is like my coach would always give us like very sassy fun songs like something along the lines like the burlesque soundtrack we never actually skated to that but our whole team loved it i'm trying to think what we did skate to we also didn't skate to Chicago, but something like Chicago. Um, we skated to so many really fun ones. We skated to Beyonce, End of Time. What other one? Why am I, like, blanking? There's a song from Alice Presley that's like, I Knew You Were Trouble. It's not the Taylor Swift one. It's like, if you're looking for trouble, came the right place. I'm trying to think what other ones. I know I wasn't on this team, but I did Shakira once, which was really, really cool. I would die to skate a Shakira program. Um, it was kind of like a tango theme. It was really fun. But anyways, so what I would do for someone else's short program, if I was their coach, I would have them open to Flowers by Miley Cyrus, the demo version. So the one where she's at the piano. So it kind of has the same slow beginning as um, Can't Catch Me Now. Then it's going to fade into Wrecking Ball, because I think that's going to be such a fun song to skate to. And the karaoke, and I'm obsessed with that song. So then it goes into Wrecking Ball, and then... It's going to go in, back into regular flowers. So you're going to mix flowers and wrecking ball. So like the regular flowers, not the demo version. Then it's going to end with wrecking ball, the Dolly Parton version, because it's kind of cool and calm, like the demo version of flowers. So you're going to Dolly Parton, Miley Cyrus version of wrecking ball for the ending. And it's going to be beautiful and majestic. And yeah, it's going to be really cool. Okay. Anyways. So I don't even know what I'm going to call this title, like Spotify DJ mix. And I don't even know, whatever. Whatever. So I need to go to the gym and maybe go come up with more figure skating music ideas. I don't know. Um, I always have this, like, consistent crisis where I'm, like, 
did I do the right thing, like, hanging up my skates and pivoting gears to this, like, fashion business career I've always wanted? I think yes. I think if I didn't have that, I'd be denial I didn't have it. But, like, so Madison Chalk, she designs all her ice dance dresses and, like, helps other people design their ice dance dresses. So I was probably could have just skate and stayed and skating forever and, like, got a fashion fix that way. But I don't think that's enough. I do love fashion and styling. And I'm really good at business management, marketing, networking. Like, I do like being in business. So... I don't know, and I like traveling a lot, where, like, skating, you travel a lot for skating, but, like, you're inside a rink 90% of the time, obviously, like, you're not really experiencing the place you travel, where, like, when you travel for fashion, like, you're there for the culture, the diversity of the people, the diversity of style, like, that's why you're going, um, like, it's because you cannot collect all the trends you need to collect in the city you live in, so, I don't know, but, like, every time I get on the ice, I'm, like, should I have just, like, stayed in this, I don't know, I don't know, but, like, with COVID, it wasn't really an option, because, like, all skating took, like, a stop during COVID, which is, like, my first year of college, so I was, like, okay, time to focus on my business career, I can do a virtual internship when the rink's closed, so, I don't know, it's an existential crisis I have sometimes, but it's okay, I think I made the right decision, I don't think I'll regret it in the long term, because also, like, skating is so demanding of your time if you choose to coach full-time and stuff, and I don't know if I'm good enough to, like, be on that level, I know girls who are, I don't know if I'm there, but... Um, this podcast on my last thoughts. So here it is. Here's one. Well, here we go. Okay. Anyway, so I might go to the gym. Might take my shower. Um, I did some cooking. I loved my home chef meals this week. I made a steak. Uh, I can't even pretend to know what it was called. Steak puree, maybe pirouette. Nope, that's a valley move. I can't even pretend to tell you what it was called. I literally, I barely even read the recipe. Okay, much less tell you like the name of the meal I made. But it was like steak, mashed potatoes, green beans. I don't really like green beans, so I seasoned the crap out of them. And then I added like a gravy over the mashed potatoes because I don't like mashed potatoes without gravy. I got this really good one from Elegant Farmer in Wisconsin. It's like a powder you put in water and you mix it. It makes a really good gravy. It's really good. But I have that for dinner. And if I get back early enough from the gym and my shower excavates, I can also, I have these, like, quesadillas I'm really excited to make. I should probably make them so I have, like, snacking food for throughout the week. So here's the problem with my meal delivery kit. I love it. But even, like, back in college, one of my roommates did um, HelloFresh. I mean, the other roommate were like, I don't know if we could do this because we like snacking too much. And it's a problem I'm running into because now if I'm snacking, I'm snacking on, like, meal food. Where, like, I think I've decided I need to order my home chef, but then I also need to get, like, carrots to constantly have in my fridge apples berries cashews and almonds and then like junky snack food like chips and stuff i will say it helps out having them in my pantry because i can't eat them but i get to work and i'm like oh i could buy cheeses for three dollars at the work vending machine i'm gonna do it because i never have cheeses in my house you know not great and i still need to buy like wine so i don't really know if i i think i am saving money because right now i spend 80 dollars a week on home chef so if like once a month i go and spend I don't know, 50 bucks on all those random things I need. But wine, okay, let's take the wine out of it. Then it's like 40 bucks. <laughs> no, then it's even cheaper. Then it's like 20 bucks, whatever. So all that, plus I get like wine and cocktail stuff. So I don't really know if I am saving money. Because like, if you just let me loose in a gro- grocery store, I'd spend like 80 to $120, like easy. If it's somewhere like Target that sells things on top of groceries, <laughs> crazy. I'm a woman who lives alone. Like, what do I need? Nothing. Um, I'm also very excited to clean this weekend because if I do end up moving soon because my lease ends in two months um I'm excited to do kind of an inventory of everything I have and I'm literally gonna start packing things in bags I'm not saying like even if I end up staying in this current apartment that I'm in I'm gonna start packing stuff in bags like things I want to sell in my thrifting app things I need to take home to my parents house outfits I have that I really just don't wear anymore need to put into storage like 
kind of an inventory how much junk and crap I have and like start doing some spring cleaning. I don't know why spring cleaning became a thing. I think it makes so much more sense for us all to clean in winter when there's nothing else to do, but something comes over me when spring comes. And right now it feels like spring outside. It does not feel like February. I'm knock on wood. Like I am so here for this. The weather has been stunning. Like if I wasn't so exhausted, I could have taken the most lovely walk after work ever. But okay, really big con of where I live. Girls alone my age should not take hikes alone. Like many people have told me there's this one gorgeous walk down by the Mississippi River. Yeah, there was a shooting there like sometime in the summer. So I go to the farmer's market in that area, but like that's busy. A lot of witnesses like there, but they're like, no, don't walk alone by that Mississippi River. I'm like, okay, it's like the prettiest place to walk, but fine. Then there is hiking trails around here, but apparently 22, 23 year old girls have gone abducted on them. Like there's a really famous case from like 2016. I don't remember the girl's name where I would tell you so you guys can look it up. So I'm not trying to be the butt of a true crime podcast. Okay. I want to lead the podcast. I don't want to be the subject on it. So that sucks because I love hiking. Um, but yeah. So I just kind of walk around my apartment complex and there's a little pond of ducks and I have named all of them and I love my ducks. If I see litter in their pond, I take it out with a stick. Like they're kind of, I've also, okay, speaking of random phases I got into at work this week, one was listening to John Mulaney. Um, two was I really want a dog. So obviously I'm a, uh, maybe that's not obvious. I'm a huge dog person. My family's always had dogs. I love dogs. I love them. I love, 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 love them. Like my boyfriend literally, our one-year anniversary present, he got me this, like, Swarovski crystal dog necklace. Yep, I, yep, that was my reaction to it. I opened it. I was like, oh, my gosh, thank you. I can't wait to wear this. It's too special, though. I'm not going to wear it every day. I don't want to get tangled and break. <sighs> Anyways, whatever. Like, apparently, his mom's reaction. When he bought for me, she was like, does she really like dogs? And my boyfriend literally said, Mom, I could be telling Anita I have a terminal disease and if a dog walked by, she would stop listening and go, dog. It's true. I love dogs. I really do. The reason I haven't gotten a dog yet is because I was at a point in my life where I could host a dog. As I mentioned, I travel every single weekend. And I'm kind of new to the city I live in. Like, my only friends are people from work. And I feel bad dumping a dog that I have had for less than a year onto someone I don't know that well. Um, like, I know people do it. Like, I just, I feel bad depending on other people. I don't know. I like to have everything I can do done by myself. So, like, I'm on the point in my life where I could really have a dog and, like, financially and healthily sustain this dog. And my room's a mess. Like, it's literally a hoarding nest of random crap right now. So, um, a dog would not do well here in its current state. But I've been really, really wanting one. So, I think if I move apartments, I'm going to Hawaii in May. So, after I go to Hawaii, I think will be a great time. I don't have any further travel booked out past Hawaii. So, I will try and be good about not booking any besides going to see my boyfriend in Florida, which, like, I'm really thinking about getting a purse dog. This No one in my life will this surprise. Like, I've been wanting a purse dog, like, my whole life. Because I'm a small woman, so I want a dog I can just, like, pick up. Like, I don't want to worry about its safety and it running away. Like, I want a dog that I can manage. Like, the biggest dog I want for myself personally is, like, Corgi. Like, I love big dogs. I love cuddling with big dogs. If other people have a big dog, I love them. They're, like, people. They're so smart. I just think for myself and my management, I'm, I need a small dog. Like, I've always grown up with Cocker Spaniels, and they're perfect, but they're not quite small enough. I can, like, pick them up and put them on my lap. They're, like, just too big where they don't enjoy that, and I don't really enjoy that. Um, So I really have been into long-haired Dachshunds. I think they're so beautiful and cute, and they are kind of smart dogs. They have little legs. They can't really run from me, and I can stick them in a purse. And I really want my little purse dog. I want to, like, bring it to work with me. My office is not currently dog-friendly, so that sucks. There's just all something that, like, really hinders me from getting a dog because I don't want to be away from it for eight hours a day. But I, like, soon get to start working remote, so that would help. I don't know. 
but my dream life, I would have my dog in my purse. It would come to work with me. It would come shopping with me. Come to the farmer's market with me. Like, me and this dog would be partners in crime. do everything together. I've been really in the mood to get a dog. So, oh my gosh, good. I want this podcast episode to be at least 20 minutes and set 30. Good. Do you guys want to go through my dog names? Some of them are unhinged and random. Like, I've put them on this list through, like, random phases in my life. So, we're going to just, like, critique them. I understand some of them are bad. Like, some of them are horrid. I know. Like, I will... Not all these are going to get the green flag, okay? They're just on the list. So, okay. I also care more about what I name this dog than, like, what I care my child. Like, my child can be, like, whatever. I care a lot about what I name this dog. Okay. So, number one dog name I had was Prince. That's my current parents' dog's name. So, that one worked out. He And he is a prince. He's so spoiled. Because he was the first dog my parents had after both me and my sister went to college. Like, that year. So, yeah. he's He is a prince. Then I have Dakota. I've always loved that name. Alaska. I think Alaska would be really cute for a dog that looks like an Australian Shepherd, a Husky, a very multicolored dog with bright blue eyes. I love the book Looking for Alaska. I kind of want it for an Australian Shepherd, but it's kind of funny because the breed is Australian, but I'm naming it Alaska. I don't know. Whatever. Um... Then there's Astro and Aster. I don't even know where these came from. I just, I also see an Australian Shepherd being named those two. I, one of my friends growing up had an Australian Shepherd, and I thought it was just the cutest, prettiest dog in the whole world. The only thing is they're really, really active. Like, they used to run marathons with my friend's dad. So I'd probably get an Australian Shepherd Corgi mix. So you get a lazy version. Okay, one thing about me, I think any dog I get, I'm gonna mix with a corgi. Like, that's when I have, like, a big house in the backyard. Right now, when I'm living in an apartment, I'm getting my tiny little stupid long-haired dachshund. Okay, I'm getting my rat dog. I don't care. Judge me, whatever. I don't care. I'm getting my rat dog. But when I have, like, a house, I'm gonna get a corgi mix. Because so my boyfriend really, really wants husky. This man, I came in tired the last time he went to the gym. Like, I have no idea. Which is great, because I hate gym bro rats. Like, it's kind of a turn off to me. So it's, like, fine. Like, it works. But... I literally don't know last time he went to the gym. Like, this man, I like napping. Like, I took a two-hour nap today. He naps. Like, I'm talking, like, eight-hour. Like, he doesn't nap. He sleeps. So I'm like, what are you going to do with a husky, sir? And also, you live in the apartment, too. Like, he really wants a husky. I'm like, what are you going to do with a husky? You would need to completely change your lifestyle to be able to give a husky the energy it needs. Um, So I don't think we should get a husky corgi mix. Because then you get everything you like about a husky. But, like, a third of the energy. Perfect. Whatever. Moving on. Um, this week I added the name Medusa to it because I've been really into the new Percy Jackson. The show's not even that good. Like, I don't think the acting is that good. I don't think the plot is that good. I think the original Percy Jackson, I would have rather had the show. But I just like the world of Percy Jackson. I like the Greek mythology. I like the three characters. Like, the way they have such a distinct personality and how they play off each other. I like the world of the gods and dreaming. Like, what god I'd be a demigod of. This is so, like, in the weeds, nerdy. <laughs> it's so random. Like, my sister has a Camp Half-Blood shirt and, like, a... Camp Half-Blood, like, pendant necklace I got her, too, as gifts. Like, we're both in the weeds of this Percy Jackson stuff. Like, I have a Greek mythology, like, actual book book. Like, not Rick Riordan wrote it, but, like, actual book book about Greek mythology. Like, I'm, I was thinking that there really isn't a lot you can watch about Greek mythology besides Percy Jackson. Like, there is, like, National Geographic documentaries on it and stuff, but there's not many, like, fantasy shows. Like, I want a Gossip Girl that took place in ancient Greece. Like, actually, can that be a thing? I will direct it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I got it. I'll do the costumes. I'll do everything. It can be a super low-budget film. I have AI for that. It's fine. I'll do it. I want to make a Gossip Girl set in ancient Greece. The drama between the Greek gods, the way they all cheat on each other, eat their children. It's literally a sitcom. It's, I, oh my god. Like, 90210 in Greece? 
Oh, said ancient Greek with the gods. And you can make a spin-off of an Egyptian version with the Egyptian gods. And then, oh my, don't even get me started. We can do Nordic gods. Oh, it could be a whole franchise. It could be so girly, but the guys would like it because they're... No, we're going to just actually take out the fighting. It's No, it's going to be Gossip Girl. It's going to be like a dramatized version. Like a drama version. Oh my, it's going to be for the girls. Oh, it would be so good. The power scooting from my brain right now. Um, Anyway, so it's never going to happen because I have no whatever but also i love the ending credits of the new percy jackson tv show like it's just uh, this cool art deco style it's so cool and i would just love to do the graphic designer on something like that i don't know it's incredible whatever if we do like one with the aztec gods because so much of their history got erased with like european colonization so it'd be so cool to bring up like south american folklore and like oh that'd be so cool it'd be so cool it'd be so cool Anyways, so I want, if I would get a cat, I think I want to name it Medusa. Um, because, like, okay, there's a lot of other good god names. I don't want to name, like, a dog Zeus. Like, actually, I think I once met, like, a chihuahua named Zeus, which is really funny. Or was that in a TV show? Is that, like, too iconic that there's no way that that was something real in my life? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but, like, I feel like a lot of things, like Apollo, Hermes, I would probably send up saying Hermes, like... You can't really name a dog that. Like, I can't name a dog over, like, the mighty god of thunder. You know? Whatever. Especially not my little rat dog. But I do like ironic names. Like, one of the names on this list is Moose. Like, I want to name my cat Moose. Like, a really, or a really tiny dog. Or, like, a fish named Fluffy I think is so funny. Um, I love, like, ironic names. Like, I can't name my dog, like, Joe. Like, you know? It's gotta be, like, a cutesy name. Anyways, I've always liked the name Ella. I think either my daughter or my dog will be named Ella. Like, I wrote a short story once in a creative writing camp at Madison, and the main character's name was Ella, and it was, like, the story that my, not my professor, but I guess, like, my teacher was like, this story is the one that's different from all your other stories. You actually connected the plot line. This is so well written. Like, I see your growth so much over these past two weeks, and, like, just that name Ella. Like, there were two girls named Ella on my skin team growing up, and I don't think, like, I was particularly, like, best friends with either one, but, like, they're both really good, cute people, and, like, I don't know, like, Elle, like, Elle Fanning, like, one of my names, if I ever have two dogs or a dog and a cat or two cats would be ellen dakota for ellen dakota fanning like ellen fanning's one of my favorite actresses ever i think she's so humble and has a beautifully like euphoric dior sleeping beauty vibe to her that she and she's just so unproblematic she stays out of trouble and she just loves her craft and i love her for loving her craft she's incredible um so i love the name like ellen ella i think it's a cute middle name too and it sounds like bell which means beauty i don't know i love it so ella is like one of the top name choices so mojito's on here in my dream world, I would name the dog Martini, but one of my best friend's dad named their little Yorkie Martini, so I can't do it now. But how freaking cute, and the dog is really freaking cute. Like, a dog named Martini? That's adorable. So, Mojito's the next cute thing I can think of. Like, it's not cute to name your dog Aperol Spritz, or, like, <laughs> vodka. Like, I'm not... Why did I just say that in a Russian accent? Whatever, that was so embarrassing. If anything needs to get cut out, it's that. But I told you this was a no-cuts episode, so just go with it here. Okay. And then, like I said, moose for a cat, Tinkerbell, if I get the blonde long-haired Dachshund, that'd be so cute. If I get a dog and a cat, I can name them Belle and Pan, like P- Tinkerbell and Peter Pan. I'm not going to do it, but, like, it's cute. It's possible. Um, Kitten, I would name my dog Kitten. Moving on. Luna, I think is super cute. I had a really good friend at summer camp who, like, her camp name was Luna. I still really miss and like her, so, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, Angel, I don't know if you guys have watched Lady and the Tramp too. It's a really niche movie to have watched. I made my boyfriend watch it with me after Lollapalooza once. <laughs> and I fell asleep within literally five minutes and he watched the whole thing and he was like, that's actually a good movie. I'm like, I know, it's a great movie. Um, I also weirdly relate a lot to Lady from Lady and the Tramp. Like, 
you know sometimes people set like cartoon characters as their instagram profile pictures there's this one girl in my life who made hers like that yellow fluffy ball named katie from horton who's a who i'm like oh that's so funny that's so you or the girl my sorority who had hers as like the barbie icon for a while and like i was like oh okay that's really cute so like some people do it and it really fits you're like yeah you kind of are that cartoon character or i think i knew someone in la who made there's like a certain powder puff girl or something I would make mine Lady from Lady and the Tramp. Because one, I have, like, long, wavy hair, so I think it kind of looks like her. And then Lady is the most needy, weird, but classy girl ever. Ever. Because, like, I don't know if you guys knew this about Cocker Spaniels. They're a very socially dependent dog. Like, they literally have separation anxiety. Like, that scene of Lady when, like, her mom puts her down in, like, her little dog bed in the basement and then goes back to her room and Lady just nonstop whines for hours until, like, the mom comes and brings her up like that's not an exaggeration that was exactly how cocker spaniels act like my dog prince i think all that goes through his head all day long is where's my family where's my family there's my family i love my family i love it why'd you stop petting me what are you doing what are you doing that is not giving me attention good you're back oh thank goodness i love this oh, i love you like i think that's literally all that goes through my cocker spaniels head all day they're like a little food motivated but like they're literally obsessed with people um, so, yeah, I think I'm, like, lady. Like, you would ask my boyfriend how I act when he tries to hang up a FaceTime call with me. I am never the kind of girl that was, like, you hang up. No, you hang up. Like, you know that scene in Friends where, like, Rachel's, like, and, like, puts down the phone for Ross? That is, like, not me at all. Like, I don't think I'm a very outwardly needy person. But to my really, really close best friends and boyfriend, I am the whiniest, weirdest mother ever in the whole world. It's so, like, I don't know. I guess that's how you know love is real. Like, I'm so weird. Um... And then, what else about Lady is true about me? I love that she goes on little romantic digs, like, walks with dog park chasing fireflies. And, I don't know. I don't know, I just think I'm a lot like Lady from Lady and Tramp. I'm obsessed with her. Because she was, like, raised very proper, and she's supposed to be all cute. But then she's actually, like, nutty and dates this crazy guy who takes her on adventures. I don't know. Whatever. Except I'm the guy that takes myself on adventures. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, um. Oh, I just add Lady to this list? But see, name your car, your car, your dog Lady is, like... I don't think you would immediately connect to the lady in the tramp. And it just seems like you're trying to be the queen of England. I don't know. My car's name is Darling, but it doesn't look like a Darling. It's like a beaten up Honda because I have hit too many curbs. But I don't know. That's Darling Princess Queen. Um, okay. And here's my duo names for dogs and cats. Ellen Dakota, Java and Bean. I went on this whole tangent when I had like coffee zoomies. I was texting my boyfriend. I was like, okay, I'm going to get my dumb little long hair dash and name it Java. You're going to get your big, huge husky and you're going to name it Bean because that's ironic and that's funny. I also feel like I saw in a movie somewhere. Like, I feel like there's a big dog in Cheaper by the Dozen named Bean or something. I don't know. Oh, maybe that was the frog's name. Either way. Also, watch Cheaper by the Dozen 2 the other day. Cheaper by the Dozen is, like, some of my biggest comfort movies. The calming effect Steve Martin has on me is, like, altruistic-level meditation. Steve Martin starts talking and all my problems out the window. Like, Only Murders in the Building, Pink Panther, and Cheaper by the Dozen are, like, comfort movies for me. That's so weird. I know. I know. It's weird. I also, I know Only Murders is a show. Just whatever. Okay, so anyways, we have Java and Bean, okay? Then I'm gonna get Java first, because I'm, like, literally thinking about getting this dog in, like, June if I can... Unfortunately, the dog I want is, like, $2,000. Plus, you have to get it, like, food and, like, leashes and beds and stuff. But if I can, like, save out the money, I really, really... It's either that or my car insurance, so... We're gonna pick what we're in the mood for that summer. <laughs> Kidding. Um, but my long hair dash is to be like two thousand dollars so but anyways i want to get that first before my boyfriend's holding his husky but he might be getting a cat soon we'll see too bad my cat's gonna have to be friends with my long hair dash and name ella i don't know too bad 
So, Bon Lock and Dash is going to be Java, and he's later going to get a husky named Bean. So, Java's probably going to pass away first. I got her first. So, once Java's gone, then we're going to get something that matches the name Bean. So, there's a really good restaurant in downtown Milwaukee called Beans and Barley. So, I get a little dog and name it Barley. Like, I think that's kind of cute. Like, you're Barley with the long ears. Like, that kind of, that works. Because here's the thing, too, with names, kids or dog, you have to think through calling that name when you're mad or needs attention. Like, Barley, Barley. You got to think of saying in a cute way, and I was like, Barley, come here. Like, you need to think of how you say it aggressively. This really helped being a summer camp counselor because I really got to practice yelling boy and girl names and figure out which ones I do and don't like screaming like ones like Sammy is like hard to kind of say loud like you know like you just can't have a misbehaving Sammy because it's annoying to yell but like Brady I'm like Brady get your butt over here like I would name my son Brady I don't know whatever random do we need to get into baby names next no dm me if you want that or text me if you know me in real life or go in the lost tells whatsapp chat and instagram bio let me know if you guys want to hear my baby names. So that seems like more intimate. Like, I don't know if we're there yet. It's more of like a second date, okay? Dog names you can have on the first date. Um, okay. So then we have, so we have beans and barley. Then sadly, beans are going to have to go. So then we're going to have barley. Then I really like Post Malone's album, Beer Bongs and Bentleys. Well, I'm not going to name a dog Beer Bong, but barley and Bentley kind of work. Like, Bentley kind of seems like a really bad A name for a dog. I feel like Bentley would be the prettiest, sexiest little, like, Dalmatian, Australian Shepherd, cool, it girl dog. Hot take. I think Bentley would be a gorgeous dog. So then we're going to have Bentley and Barley. Then when Barley goes, we can do Bentley and Mercedes. So cool. So cool. What are we doing after Mercedes? I don't know. I haven't thought out that far. That's already like 40 years planned out right there. Okay. We'll come up with it. So that's one thought. Next, um, Fendi and Prada. I saw this husky on TikTok named Fendi. That is such a cute name for a dog. Here, Fendi. Come go, Fendi. Oh, that's so freaking cute. Prada, I don't think I like the ring of as much as Fendi, but like I'll work on it. Um, Belle and Pan, you guys already know. Silk and Fauna, I think it would be such cute cat names. I'm picturing Fauna being, like, an all-brown cat and Silk being, like, a white cat with, like, gray, I don't know, like a Siamese-looking thing, like, gray accents on it. Um, Moose and Bear, because I just love small things named after big things. I think it's funny. Um, Glimmer and Clove from The Hunger Games. <laughs> Whatever. Clove is my favorite character in The Hunger Games. I don't care. Um, I was kind of like Moose and Medusa together. I think they're kind of cute. Like, Moose, my little long-haired dash head, and Medusa the cat. I don't know. Okay. Um, what else did we have here to discuss today? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> there genuinely was a premise of what I was going to make this episode about, and I have no idea what it was. <laughs> Just started talking about my day and then dog names. I literally have no clue. Um, oh, I kind of want to run through, I guess, the episodes I have for you guys. Oh, well, let me scroll through my voice memos while I'm making a voice memo. Darn it. Well, okay, there's a lot of voice, uh, not voice memos, podcast episodes currently recorded that I need to just, like, sit down and edit. Like, I need to just pull the plug and do it. I've just been really, really busy. Um, Yeah, but, yeah. So, okay, I think I, am I going to the gym or am I going to just stay in tonight? I don't know. It's already almost 8. But then the gym's going to be dead. No, leaving the house does not sound like a plan. No, it's not happening. No, it's not happening. Oh, I was telling you what I was doing tomorrow. So I'm teaching learn to skate skating in the morning. Then I'm going to a coffee shop that I really love. It, like, it feels like you're in someone's like mansion. And there's a ton of different rooms you can drink coffee. And it's really good like craft coffee. Is that the word for that? I don't know. They're just like cool, well-made drinks. Um, so I'm going to go there. Also, I tried the Starbucks Valentine's Day drink. The, what's it called? It's, like, chocolate cream hazelnut. No, I think it's, like, cookie cream hazelnut. 
really good cold brew. I've been craving that, but I think I'm going to force myself to get local coffee tomorrow. Get Starbucks later. Okay, I know Starbucks is controversial right now or whatever. I promise your $7 latte is not really making any difference. I promise. I promise. I promise. Look, think what you want to think. Do what you want to do. Boycott. You want to boycott. But, like, it's not doing what you think it's doing, in my opinion. But I think it's great that people have a political stance on something, so whatever. Which is one of the podcast episodes that need to get edited and ready. Um, okay, so let's see. What episodes are one day coming to you in the future? I, I don't know when, you don't know when, no one knows when. I don't know. When, like, okay, when I started this podcast, I was in such a rut in my life that I needed it. Like, I was getting so fed up with my day-to-day. I was like, I need something creative. I need a branding project to do. I need something to design. I have so many things I want to say. I feel very pent up right now. Like, I need this right now. And I love podcasts. And I love podcast branding. And it's so inspiring to me. Like, I want to try and do this. So, I started it. But, like, you know, since the new year, I traveled for, like, four consecutive weeks straight. Not just weekends. Like, week-long travel. Like, I was in LA. Then I was in Florida. Then I was in Dallas. Like, it was busy. So, not that I can't podcast while traveling. But, like, I also have a full-time job to take care of. Like, if this was my full-time job, it'd be different. You know? Anyway, like, I still have episodes filmed from, like, around Christmas time when this podcast launched. And that's not honestly that long. It's right now February 9th. Like, it's honestly not that long from Christmas time. It's only, like, a month's worth of content. But I do need to go and edit all of those episodes. So what I know for sure I have to edit is I have a lot of dream analysis. I think I have, like, five or six dreams I analyzed that I'm going to edit and post for you guys. Um... What else do I have? I have an episode about kind of how I feel about politics. Like, it randomly happened that I met a political figure at work. Like, she came and visited um, our office. And I didn't know anything about her prior to her coming. Like, I had to Google what party she was in. So it just made me start thinking about, like, this is an election year for the U.S. Kind of my thoughts on politics. And it's not really what my personal political view is. I'm honestly, I'm young. I'm 22. Like, I barely hit voting age, like, three years ago. Like, I'm still learning. And, like, obviously everything about politics is what personally affects your life. What do you value the most in your life? You're going to go with the candidate and the party that best aligns with your respects. It doesn't mean it's right. It's, it's a survival skill. It's what's important to you. So can I just more talk about, like, the state of modern U.S. politics and, like, do I agree with not how things are run, but, like, do I think it causes unnecessary friction sometimes? Yes, I do. Do I think it could be better? Yes, but I think people will deteriorate and make it worse again. Like, it's just, like, a non-solvable problem because we're human and we're not perfect. But, like, I kind of just discuss that. So I have that episode for you guys. I think it's relevant because it's a political year. And I, like, literally get to recap my experience of meeting someone who is involved in those higher-level decisions. And it was kind of cool. Like, when else was I going to meet someone who served on the UN? Like, it was incredible. Like I said, not agreeing with her policies, her um, sides either way, like, good or bad. Like, this is literally just, like, the art of, like, the concept of what politics are. Like, I just find it fascinating. Okay? So I have that episode coming. Um, what else? I have one about like pop culture and celebrity. Although I will say I kind of ripped the Kardashians a new one in it because I was just in a phase in my life where they were making me aggressive. But recently I've seen a few more looks on them that made me less mad. So I will call that out. I was a little harsh on them just because it's, and I talk about this in the episode, it, is, it stems from jealousy and the concept of jealousy. Like they get, have unlimited resources. They work with all the designers I would dream to work with to outfit them for everything. And I like, also like what to say about me that I'm like ranking on their looks. And I'm like, oh, this looks so basic, so bad, so boring, so but, but like, you know, let them live. Like it's not my life. It doesn't really matter. But I do talk a bit about, like, celebrities and pop culture and how I think, like... And it's kind of cool because I feel like a lot of people have been catching on to how much the media lies to you. I think 
it's so like, I think I'm gonna call the episode like cancel cancel culture or like cancel canceling because it's like it's just never the full story literally everything we see in media is a lie to us like even news like everything is a lie for a bit like you know how we say like do it for the bit for, do it for the plot people are professionally doing that to sell you something like everything is a transaction everything's a sale it sucks but like it is what it is like there isn't really an honest to god truth like it sounds crazy but to me i think art is more truthful than media like i think someone making like zach efron and jason momoa i don't know how to pronounce his name but whatever going off and making documentaries of themselves traveling the world or not even them like someone who's actually making documentaries and they care about me with this podcast like this isn't coming with any agenda to convince you of anything and at least for myself personally it's not coming to give you a sale i'm not telling you guys anything like this is just almost an art form so i think art is more truthful because you're sharing what you love and what you learn with others like yeah you want to capitalize it but like what makes art good and i'm a chamberlain talked about this in a recent podcast that her father was on because he's an artist art is really good when you're in your creative space doing it for yourself like you are just so in love with what you're doing time flies it feels like the brush is moving itself when you paint like that is when you tap so into your niche you create something good that goes viral that makes people care And, like, that, I think, is more truthful than people who have a job objective to get readers, to need to deliver a certain point paid by by a certain entity. Like, that's why I think a lot of media, news, PR, script, and I think a lot of people with the transparency of TikTok and stuff are starting to see that and call media out for, like, lies. And I think that should kind of keep going. That would be so cool if we could cancel, like, tabloids and lies. And, like, I'm not saying we need full transparency. Like, that's almost impossible to deliver. Like, the second Miley Cyrus breathes, I don't even know about it. She has a right to, like, her privacy and her life. But I think there's a way we should reform media to be kinder and always be like, guess what this headline... Like, instead of doing, like, shocker headlines and, like, I'm not, it's hard to get the truth because there's, like, his, hers, and then the real truth, and even the real truth has a bias that was affected by cultural circumstances and historical events that got there. Like, it's hard to get a true truth of the truth, but it would just be nice if it came from, like, a kinder aspect, like, more positive, more bubbly, more supportive, and I get not everything's me sometimes rambles all the time. There is deep, dark things that we need to discuss with, like, seriousness, but even a film like Oppenheimer, that discusses a really serious topic, like, a literal, world-ending, global, political thing but it makes it beautiful it's an art form it shows respect to the physics that made that invention happen and the complications and the moral and the ethical debates that occurred with that i think if we took things more from that approach we can make much more interesting comments that move life forward instead of making it stagnant and gross and messy but like there's fun in the mess a little mess is fine but do you guys know what i mean anyways so i have a whole episode that dives into that that i need to edit and get up then what else do I have in the works for you guys? I was in a car ride where I talked about um, Gossip Girl. Just like I pretty much took things that happened in the real Gossip Girl and pretended they were like right in Reddit stories. And like how insane would it be if these things were true? Like how would I respond in the situation? I did like um, Gossip Girl outfits, do's and don'ts, like things like that. So I think that'll be a fun episode. I'm completely blanking on all of the ones I have saved up are, but there's like millions of them. Like there's literally so many. So I'm going to edit this one for you guys. I will get this uploaded. I actually feel like I made some interesting points halfway through this. Um, then I kind of lost it, but whatever. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the podcast for today. That's today's episode of Lost Cells. Do I need to introduce myself? Someone let me know if I should be like, no, I can't do this. Literally just think about it, it made me laugh. Like at the start of the episode, do I need to be like, hello and thank you for listening to Lost Cells. I'm your host, <laughs> Shut up. Not doing that. Okay, whatever. Um, the only outro I have is have lots of love, joy, and purpose in your day. This has weirdly been one of the highlights of my day. Is that weird? Like just laying in my bed talking to my phone? Probably. Okay. Love you guys. Um, see you in the next episode. Bye.